Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, then look at the theory surrounding it. I won't give you any answers because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decide for yourself. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. The episode today is a special one. Today, I'm looking at the origins of Friday the 13th, the least lucky day of the calendar. Just to preface this episode properly, there aren't any theories for it. It's just a look at the history of why we believe Friday the 13th is so unlucky. So it's just a story episode today. Of all of the numbers in the Western world, 13 is the least lucky. Its neighbour, 12, is often associated with completeness. There are 12 days of Christmas, 12 months in the calendar year, Heracles completed 12 labours, and there were 12 tribes of Israel. Why 13 is considered much worse is really unknown. A clerical error in the Code of Hammurabi could be one of those reasons. Apparently, a 13th law was omitted from the list and superstitious people have taken this possibility as proof of 13's negativity. There's even a Christian superstition about having 13 people at the table. It's considered a bad omen and goes back to the time of Jesus. On Maundy Thursday, The day before Jesus' crucifixion, Jesus and his 12 apostles attended the Last Supper. There were 13 men at the table that night, and Judas betrayed him afterwards. The idea of having 13 people at the table is, not surprisingly, a bad omen for Christians, and is said to be courting death. But Christianity isn't the only place we see a folkloric reference to 13 being bad. In Norse mythology, some of the gods threw a dinner party. There were 12 guests, but 13 showed up. Loki happened to be number 13 and ruined the party, tricking Hoda into killing Balder and causing the world to be plunged into darkness. Fridays aren't safe from Christian superstition either. Although the negative associations are weaker, they are still there. Good Friday was the day that Jesus was crucified, and it's said that Eve ate the forbidden fruit on a Friday. It's also believed that Cain killed Abel on a Friday, but it's named as the day that Solomon's temple toppled, and also the day that Noah Noah set sail on his ark. These are all a bit odd though, since it's entirely possible that the days of the week were totally different in those times, or they could have even been irrelevant and not named at all. In Geoffrey Chaucer's Canterbury Tales, written in the 14th century, it's written that on a Friday fell all this mischance, which translated into modern English means that bad things happened on a Friday. Staying in Britain, Fridays used to be known as Hangman's Day, because that was usually when people who had been sentenced to death would be hanged. The weirdest part of all of this is still Good Friday, 
Even though it was the day that Jesus was crucified, it's still connected to God and holiness. It sort of changes the superstition specifically for that one day. Being born on Good Friday is said to be extremely lucky and that luck will travel with you throughout your life. Also, sailors, who have plenty of superstitions attributed to them over the years, would often start voyages on Good Friday due to the holy connection of the day. The idea of Good Friday being the 13th was something that occurred to me whilst I was looking at this portion. A Reddit post by a deleted user offered some explanation to this. Because Good Friday changes every year, it's difficult to pinpoint exactly when it is, but that's not necessary for this. A user responded to the original post, stating that the average number of Good Friday the 13th is around 3.6 every 100 years. Using that calculation and the calendar, they suggested that we have been restricted to three in the last 50 or so years. These are the days that Good Friday falls on April 13th, and they fall in 1979, 1990 and 2001. The probability of someone being born on those dates is roughly 0.0103%, which means that it's unlikely that many know someone who was born on a Good Friday the 13th. Based on the superstitions, though, would being born on that day negate all of the luck, or does one outweigh the other, I wonder? I don't have an answer for that, it's just a question that's floating around in my mind as I research this. Before Chaucer's Canterbury Tales, there was another significant Friday. I've already talked about it on the podcast, and some of you listening now might remember it. Friday 13th of October 1307 was a very important day in the history of the Templars. This was the day when Philip IV of France had them arrested. Around 2,000 Templars were arrested simultaneously and began the downfall of the order. The link to bad luck comes in the form of the curse that Jacques de Molay, the leader of the Templars, apparently uttered on the day he was executed. He allegedly said that God knows who is wrong and has sinned. Soon a calamity will occur to those who have condemned us to death. This curse, uttered as death was upon him, seems to have ensured that Friday the 13th has spelled bad luck since then. This version of events, though, is pseudo-historical. Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code created that narrative. While it is true that the Templars were arrested on Friday the 13th, the curse is debated, and the idea that they were the beginning of the superstition is unfounded, beginning as a mention in Brown's book. If you want to hear more about the Templars, go and listen to episode 55. It's a long episode, so make sure you're comfortable beforehand. Really though, Friday the 13th didn't become the unluckiest day until around the 19th century. According to Stephen Roud in the book The Penguin Guide to the Superstitions of Britain and Ireland, the combination of Friday and the number 13 were purely Victorian inventions. In the late 19th century, a man from New York called Captain William Fowler attempted to remove the stigma from the number 13 by founding a secret society called the 13 Club. 
Everything about this society was designed around the number 13. They dined regularly on the 13th of the month in room 13 of the Knickerbocker Cottage, which was a place that Fowler owned between 1863 and 1883. Before they sat down to eat a 13-course meal, all members would pass beneath a ladder and a banner that read, Those of us who are about to die salute you, in Latin. Four US presidents were part of this club. Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison and Theodore Roosevelt. Thomas W. Lawson published a novel in 1907 called Friday the 13th, which captured the imagination of superstitious people. The story talks of a stockbroker who would take advantage of the superstition to crash the stock market. Probably one of the most influential pieces of media about this specific date actually involves a summer camp and a hockey mask wearing villain. That's correct. Friday the 13th as a movie franchise ensured that the idea of the day and date combination wasn't forgotten. The thing about this film though is that there's absolutely no mention of the date in them. The date of the events of the film is never revealed because the original name of the film had been changed during a redraft and was never officially addressed in the film. But it is one of the first films to cement some of the biggest tropes in slasher horrors. Other terrible events have happened on Friday the 13th as well. In September 1940, Buckingham Palace was bombed during the German Blitzkrieg. In March 1964, Kitty Genovese was murdered in Queens, New York. In November 1970, a cyclone in Bangladesh killed more than 300,000 people. In October 1972, a Chilean Air Force plane disappeared in the Andes. In September 1996, Tupac Shakur was killed in a drive-by shooting. The most recent is the crash of the Costa Concordia, a cruise ship that crashed off the coast of Italy, killing 30 people in January 2012. Some people add the COVID-19 lockdown in Spain as part of this, since the Friday before their lockdown was announced was Friday, March the 13th. Mentioning Spain and Friday the 13th in one sentence seems quite strange though, since in many Spanish-speaking countries, and also in Greece, Tuesday the 13th is considered unlucky. In Italy, the superstition remains on a Friday, but the date is the 17th. It's strange how these days and dates are so similar, but also very different even in the European continent. I don't know myself if I consider Friday the 13th as unlucky. It always just seems like a normal day to me. Once upon a time, as a teenager, I was afraid of a lot of things and would carry my favourite items with me on Friday the 13th. But I'd also bring them with me when I took exams, so I'm not quite sure what that really says about me. Either way, the choice of whether or not you believe in superstitions falls directly to you. If you want to believe it's a day of bad luck, you're welcome to do that. I can't be the one to tell you whether or not you should.
The story from this episode came from a history article about Friday the 13th. An independent article called Why is Friday the 13th considered unlucky? A CBBC Newsround article called Friday the 13th Superstitions and History. Why is it believed to be unlucky? A CNN style article called Why is Friday the 13th Unlucky? The Cultural Origins of an Enduring Superstition. And a Reddit post from r slash learnmath asking what the probability of being born on a good Friday that is also Friday the 13th. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also still plan to post short pieces of episodes on TikTok, as well as putting the full episodes on YouTube, but that's going to involve me getting time to plan that properly. I have a Patreon, but I'm still deciding what to post on it this season. There is a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree, and as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month, and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. My email address is also in the episode description if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events, or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. I've spent some time catching up with my missed episodes from the past week, due to having a little more time than usual so I should be back to my regular schedule within the next week. I will be releasing all of the missed episodes at the same time so that you can catch up on everything that I've missed. I can only apologise for not keeping to schedule and I hope that you enjoy the episodes that I've written to catch up. Either way, tomorrow should see the return of the Creature Feature episodes. So I'll see you then. Thank you.